the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And happy 420 to you, Lundy. It's a great day to eat an entire bag of Cheetos. Uh, you know, pop a, a little gummy action, play some bets, and basically you know, sit on the couch for roughly 12 hours. Sounds delightful. I'd, I'd be okay with that. I've been getting a lot of, obviously, you and I here in the centennial state of Colorado, I've been getting a lot of email marketing this morning. Happy 420, Nate. <laughs> I'm like, oh, geez, for crying out loud, people. Yeah, get those specials on that Bubba Kush, that Purple Haze. Uh, get uh, the Indica and stick your butt into couch. That's what it's all about. Well, with as crazy, as crazy as the dogs have been lately, Brad, I think I've got to swing by and get some of the uh, CBD for the dogs. <laughs> I need to – I don't know what – I don't know if they're just tired of being cooped up from uh, the cold weather, the snow that we had uh, yeah. overnight last night or what, but those two are out of control and probably need some doggy gummies. Yeah, I think that's a great call. Kirby the Gambler will just take any kind of edible. He doesn't care what it is. He wants to consume everything and anything inside. That's why he's the corpulent Norfolk Terrier, maybe the world's largest Norfolk Terrier on record. Uh, Anyway, uh, happy 420, whether it's for you or your dogs. Uh, If you want to get some action on some dogs, uh, you got to do so at DraftKings Sportsbook, and they've got NFL Draft props available right now. We've been featuring one every single day this week on the podcast, and they posted one yesterday, Lundy, that I've got my eye on, and it's uh, Travis Etienne. We were talking a little bit about the running backs uh, yesterday with Najee Harris and, you know, maybe Pittsburgh going with him as uh, their first-round pick, and his over-under is at 29.5 on Harris. Etienne's a little bit later at 35.5. I was under on Harris, and guess what? I'm also under on Travis Etienne, uh, you know, there are a lot of people out there that believe that Etienne is the best running back in this class. Now, I think Harris is la creme de la creme, uh, the guy that should spearhead this draft class overall. But Etienne is a very talented guy. We saw that during his years with the Clemson Tigers, a guy that's got the shimmy, the shake, the elusiveness in the open field, ran a 4-4, 140-yard dash. He's got excellent hands as well. Really a an, a great fit for a modern NFL system as a complementary weapon. You don't want to get 20 touches per game, but on 13 to 15 touches per game, uh, he could certainly inflict a ton of damage. And, you know, you look at the draft order of teams that need a running back. So we know the Steelers are one of them. And, again, they're picking a number 24 overall. But Miami is a team that's got a boatload of draft picks early on in this NFL draft exercise. They're at 18. Maybe they go Najee Harris, and maybe the Steelers go with Travis Etienne at 24. If not, uh, you look at uh, the remaining order, particularly in the early portion of round two, pick number 34, the New York Jets. They could use a rusher. And pick number 35, the Atlanta Falcons are a perfect fit for Travis Etienne. Remember, they signed the veteran Mike Davis uh, off the street about a month ago. So Davis could come in to be the ground and pounder, the you know, the early down running back, and Etienne could come in, get mixed in with those 13 to 15 touches per game. So I think that's the best fit at number 35 overall. So just sneaking under that 35 and a half line. There's a method to their madness, those odds makers, isn't there? Yeah, there absolutely is. Here's mine that I like for this morning. Let's talk about a guy that's been talked about a lot. How about Micah Parsons? Yeah. His over-under right now is at 13 and a half. And believe it or not, 
I would take the over on this. I would too. And it's because yep. I think there's going to be such a focus. Obviously, we know we're going to see four quarterbacks go at a minimum uh, and probably five. Uh, we've obviously got Penny Sewell we've talked about. We've talked about uh, Rashawn Slater, the great uh, tackle out of Northwestern. We've talked about Jalen Waddle. We've talked it. Well, the more you keep talking about these guys, the more you realize that we could see Micah Parsons slip down as good of a talent as he is. I think there's going to be such a focus on these two top tier guys that Parsons is going to fall outside of that first dozen. So I would absolutely play the over. And right now the over and the under Brad at DraftKings Sportsbook on Micah Parsons identical at a mm. minus one twelve. So I'm going to take it without a lot of juice and I'm going to take Parsons over pick 13 and a half. Yeah, that's a fantastic call. I'm with you on the over on Parsons. I think he will I'm not necessarily plummet. He's not going to be, you know, waiting in a green room virtually or physically, you know, yeah. after day one is, uh, you know, completed. But he's certainly somebody that could fall outside the top 15 with relative ease. Look, if you want to get on that wager, any of DraftKings offerings, uh, go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now. And Masvidal and Usman put on a show the last time they stepped into the octagon. And round two is sure to pack a punch. And if you want to get in on that weekend's action, need to do so with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, and they're putting you in the center of this weekend's title fight with 26-1 to odds on either title contender to reign victorious. Pick either main event fighter to win during this weekend's UFC 261 title fight, and DK Sportsbook will give you 26-1 to odds. So let's do some simple math here. Bet five bucks. That's it. Put $5 on it on either fighter to win, and if they walk out with a belt, you win 130 so here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up to turn 5 bucks into 130 bucks if the title contender of your choice wins. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code FTN to turn $5 into $130 if the fighter of your choosing takes home the crown for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And with that, let's get to this Taco Tuesday edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy. Uh, let's drop a puck. Let's make some bucks. What do you like in the NHL tonight? Last night, we went uh, one and two on the pod, uh, so not a great night. Arizona let us down trying to get that uh, upset over Minnesota, and uh, we did the bonus pick for Kevin Fiala to have over two and a half shots on goal. He had done it in seven of his last nine games. Yeah, he didn't do it last night. He had one shot on goal. The advantage, it went in. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so good for him, but he didn't help us out with our bets. So let's see if we can get back on track. How about a battle of New York? We've got the Rangers mm. taking on the Islanders tonight, and despite the fact that the uh, the Islanders are only uh, five and five in their last ten games. I like the Isles to pick up the victory against the Rangers. Take them on the money line at a minus one twenty-seven. This to me is just a matter of that these two teams I think are actually fairly closely matched. However, the Rangers are on a bit of a winning streak, and I think the Islanders are in a position to be able to put it to an end. The Rangers, the Blue Shirts, have managed to win four in a row, but I think the Islanders have got uh, better play defensively and for the goaltending for tonight in particular that they will end that winning streak so the aisles at a minus 127 grab them on the money line yeah get those islanders in the battle of new york 
number four. All right, sticking with the hockey theme, let's make some Dolores. What else you got? Well, Brad, like the the kid way back in the day that fell in the well uh, in Texas. <laughs> yeah, you remember that? I, I remember that. You and, yeah. You and I are old enough to remember. Was that it baby drama. Jessica? Yes, thank you. I could not remember yeah. the name. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, you and I are old enough to remember that drama uh, taking place on television when she was in the well. Well, I am about to fall back into that well. Um, so let's do this. Carolina and Tampa actually just played last night, and I didn't talk about it on the pod, but I had this game at over five and a half goals. Well, of course, because the Zamboni wanted to run me over on a Monday, uh, they finished right at five. I don't think they can do that two nights in a row. These are two very prolific offenses. So we're going to snag, forget the winner or loser in this one, because I think it could be hard to predict. Last night's game went to OT, but I like the over in this one. I just think these two teams, again, too much offensive power for them to stay below that goal total for two nights in a row. Carolina is number one in the league on the, uh, on the power play at 28 percent but but Tampa sits at number five mm. at 25 and a half these two teams know how to convert when they're on the man advantage and I think that that is going to translate into goals plus as we know when you've got two teams that are playing the second night of a back-to-back against each other it also means we are now dropping to the backup goaltenders so we're probably going to see the puck slip to the back of the net a little bit more often than it did yesterday because we're on the backups so to me this is also a great play it's sitting at a minus 120 as of tape time so love the over in the the total goals between the Canes and the Lightning. Oh, let's hope for a lot of biscuits in the old baskets. Number three. All right, let's move on to our monkeyknifefight.com. Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day presented by monkeyknifefight.com. Go there right now. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house and all of your favorite player props. More or less over or under points, rebounds, assists, even fantasy points when it comes to the NBA. Play at monkeyknifefight.com. Streaming together in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you hit, the more cash you stuff into your pockets and use that promo code. FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you do pop off on that, you get a free $5 game on the house as a new user. Have it MKFing tonight on this 420. Add a little more buzz to your evening at monkeyknifefight.com. And I tell you what, Lonnie, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put together a two-leg parlay in the association tonight. I'm going to dish out a couple of dimers, and it might be uh, one guy in particular may not be thinking about as an assist contributor, but his number is really low, and that is Zion Williamson. I'm going to take the over on three-and-a-half assists, and I'm going to pair that with De'Aaron Fox over seven-and-a-half assists. If you do that at Monkey Knife Fight, obviously you can cash. If you do it at DraftKings Sportsbook, you can also cash there at plus plus. 169 on that two-legger. Now, here's the reason why. Zion's taking on the Brooklyn Nets, and we know that the Nets struggle defensively. And, you know, you look at Zion and what he's done in the assist category. He's averaging four and a half dimes per game this month. He's been over this proposed total in six of his last seven games. Uh, And recently against Brooklyn on April 7th, he had six assists in just 23 minutes played. According to the advanced DVP tool at FTNDaily.com, it's the second-best matchup for 
a gamer, and you look at the Nets, uh, number 25 in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency. I rest my case there. Uh, making the argument for Mr. Fox, who was going to be quite sly on the court, uh, he faces the Minnesota Timberwolves, another overly forgiving defense. Uh, the T-Wolves, number 28 in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency. Number 29 in opponents' assists per game uh, that they've given up this season. It's the eighth best matchup for a gamer, according to the FTN Daily Advanced DVP tool, and Fox, who just faced Minnesota on April 5th, had nine assists in that game, and he has been over seven and a half assists in four of his last seven. So once again, Zion Williamson over three and a half assists against Brooklyn. De'Aaron Fox over seven and a half assists against Minnesota. Slap those two together, and if they both hit, you cash at plus 169. Nice. Fade or follow, Lundy. I'll follow. You had me at nice. Um, yeah, I'll roll with you on this one again because Zion's uh, he's been doing it. The, the only concern I would have with Zion, I think Fox is actually a lock on this one. But mm-hmm. with Zion, the only concern I've got is you get into a situation where the Pels are smacking the nets around a little bit and you could see the minutes like you just yeah. said back on the seventh. He only played 23 minutes in that game. And if you look over the last two games, both of the last two games for the Pels have gone into overtime. So he's been forced to uh, punch the time clock a little bit extra and a little bit of overtime. So as long as he gets the minutes that we would expect out of Zion, I feel good about it. He's my only part of your two-legger that I'd be concerned. I think Fox, though, I mean, you look at what he's done over the last month or so. He really continues to emerge for the Kings. So uh, I like this. I like the plus odds. I'm going to be keeping an eye on the minute count for Zion. Drop those dimes, Zion and De'Aaron. Number two. All right, let's move on to Major League Baseball, and I'm a picket on the Cubs. Uh, I'm a diehard Cubs fan, and they stink. They are not a particularly good baseball team right now, even with Rizzo and Bryant and Javi Baez and Wilson Contreras. I mean, they've got some sluggers, uh, but they're not exactly applying bat to ball. Uh, So for that reason, I'm going to take Taewon Walker over five and a half strikeouts against the Northsiders, provided this game gets played, because believe it or not, Lenny, we had snow here in Denver last night. Uh, They could get a coating, a light one, in Chicago this afternoon. So we'll see if they get this one in. Regardless, if it is played, it is is going to be bone-chilling cold at Wrigley Field with game time tents expected to be hovering around the freezing mark. Uh, but you look at Walker, uh, 10.1 innings pitched this season. He's got 12 punch-outs. He's been over the 5.5K, his proposed number, only once in two turns. Uh, that was against Philadelphia last time out. He had eight strikeouts in the game, had four against Miami and the other. Like his arsenal, mid-90s fastball, excellent slider and splitter. And those are the two keys. Those all-speed pitches the Cubs cannot resist. They've been flailing weakly in a lot of those those pitches and not making any kind of contact. The Cubs this season, an appalling 192 batting average as a collective. They're number 23 in Major League Baseball in total OPS, and they have the third highest strikeout rate at 28.2%. Pulled all together, and Walker seems like he is going to walk you to the window and cash that ticket on the over five and a half strikeouts. So fade or follow that number against the Cubbies. Two names you don't want if you're a major league pitcher. You don't want a last name of Ball, and you don't want a last name of Walker. I mean, come on. You got to change your name or something, dude. You're a pitcher. No, I'll follow you on this one because much like we talked about with baby Jessica down the well, you keep going to the well as it pertains to bets against your Cubs. You obviously got burned by Sunday Night Baseball uh, on the four-letter over the weekend, and you continue to uh, decide, nope, forget it. I'm just going to keep betting against the Northsiders. So, yes, I think Walker can uh, get past this number much as he 
did against the Phillies uh, in uh, what was a, uh, a doubleheader game. So it was actually uh, only scheduled to be a seven inning. It went to eight, but uh, he went out there for four and a third and got eight strikeouts. I think he can do that against the Cubs again. Watch the weather. Make sure the game gets done. Your bet could wind up being voided, in which case you got to go find some other team to pick on. Walker cashes in the cold, and maybe Clark the Bear will actually wear pants. Number one. All right, let's move on and stick in Major League Baseball. And I got my eye on a total that I'm really digging here. Baltimore and Miami. I'm going to take the over on eight and a half runs here. I'm just looking at the pitching matchup. It's Matt Harvey against Nick Niedert. And you look at Harvey this season, 14.1 innings pitch, a five-plus ERA. Hasn't really walked a lot of guys with 1.88 BB per nine. Uh, strikeout rate about what it's been for Matt Harvey here in recent season, 7.53. But his contact rate is through the roof, 84.7%, Lundy, uh, which does not bode well against Miami offense. It's top 14 in Major League Baseball in total OPS. Now, you look at uh, Nick Niedert of uh, the Fish, nine innings pitched this season, four earned runs, allowed nine walks, yikes, with strict, uh, six strikeouts and a 40% hard hit rate, which is also no bueno. Now, the O's are second to last in total OPS this season, uh, but they've scored four or more runs in eight games this year. And interestingly here, Lundy, both of these teams are coming off one to nothing shutouts in which they were on the wrong side of the ledger. So some pent-up frustration, and I think they're going to take it out uh, on the weak pitching matchup here for either team. So uh, definitely plus with the lumber, and I think this game is going to be north of 10 total runs when it's all said and done. So fade or follow, O's Marlins over eight and a half runs. Oh, yeah. Save the best for last. I love this one. I'm with you on a double-digit total by the time it's done. Niedert is walking 22.5% of the batters he faces. I know that it's a small sample size. I know that it's only two games, but he's only faced 40 dudes, and he walked nine of them. (laughs) Folks, that is awful. And you know how you score runs? You put dudes on base. And I think that Niedert's going to wind up doing that. And I'm also with you. One of the things I like to look at, look, baseball, we know this across 162 games, Brad, it is the law of averages, right? So when you come off of a game that's one nothing, uh, yeah, you got to feel like you're probably within a day or two going to see the bats explode. Uh, So yeah, I think this is one where between Baltimore and Miami, I like this a lot. Take this run total. And again, I think it's going to be doubled digits by the time they're done yep totally agree with you there should be a high scoring affair there in miami all right before we get out of here a little bonus time lundy because you know i can't resist some of these other wagers because again i'm gonna log 12 hours of couch time today i'm gonna take the under on cole anthony made threes uh, the number is at one and a half he's only gone over this total seven times in 32 games and it gets the atlanta hawks tonight uh and the hawks are number three in the nba in three point percentage d so that's number one and my other bonus time in major league baseball i got two of them nolan arenado uh logs an rbi a plus 125 for the st louis cardinals and i think paul goldschmidt who's been hitting in front of arenado in the two hole for this st louis team he scores a run at minus 125 why it's patrick corbin on the mound for the nats who has been smacked around so far this season. 15 earned runs and six and a third innings pitch. So I'm going to continue to fade him, ride his cold streak, and I think Arenado and Goldschmidt are going to run hot. Any bonus time for you? You done? 
bonus time for me. Oh, All right, so yeah. sure, it felt good on Sunday night for Vancouver to come back from their COVID break and get a win. Guess what, folks? Toronto's just a flat-out better team than Vancouver, okay? I know it was a nice feel-good, especially if Holtby is in goal. Uh, go with Toronto and take them on the 60-minute line because right now on the straight money line, they are a huge favorite, minus 305. But if you take them on the uh, straight 60-minute, that drops down. Find another game tonight you want to pair that one up with or maybe pair it up with one of my earlier picks. Give yourself a nice little two-leg and a plus number. I love it, baby. And that's a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lenny on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Chavos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? really helps out our program tremendously. And check out FTNBets.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNFantasy.com. For all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs, use that promo code EVANS and score a sweet discount on your subscription of choice today. And as always, feed or follow, that is up to you. Feed the noise.